I listen to the Black Guy O Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The moment Obama spoke, the case of Trayvon Martin passed out of its national mourning phase and lapsed into something darker and more familiar. Racialized political fodder. The illusion of consensus crumbled. Rush Limbaugh denounced Obama's claim of empathy. The Daily Caller conservative website broadcast all of Martin's tweets, the the most loutish of which revealed him to have committed the unpardonable sin of speaking like a 17-year-old boy. A white supremacist site called Stormfront produced a photo of Martin with pants sagging, flipping the bird. Business Insider posted the photograph and took it down without apology when it was revealed to be a fake. Newt Gingrich pounced on Obama comments it is the president suggesting that if it had been a white who had been shot that would be okay because it wouldn't look like him reverting to form national review decided to the real problem was that we were interested in the deaths of black youths only when non-blacks pulled the trigger john derbyshire writer for taki magazine a iconoclastic libertarian publication composed a racist advice column for his children inspired by the martin affair among derbyshire's tips never help black people in any kind of distress avoid large gatherings of black people cultivate black friends to shield yourself from charges of racism the notion that zimmerman might be the real victim began seeping into the country aided by pr efforts by his family and legal team as well as by various acts of stupidity spike lee tweeting zimmerman's address an act made all the more repugnant by the fact that he had the wrong zimmerman NBC misleadingly editing a tape of Zimmerman's phone conversation with a police dispatcher to make Zimmerman uh, seem to be racially profiling Martin. In April, when Zimmerman set up a website to collect donations for his defense, he raised more than $200,000 in two weeks. Before his lawyer asked that he close the site and launch a new independently managed legal defense fund, although the trial date has yet to had yet to be set as of july the fund was still raking up a thousand dollars in donations daily but it would be wrong to attribute the burgeoning support for zimmerman to the blunders of spike lee or an nbc producer before president obama spoke the death of trayvon martin was generally regarded as a national tragedy after obama spoke martin became material for an internet vendor flogging paper gun range targets that mimicked his hoodie and his bag of skittles the vendor sold out within a week before the president spoke george zimmerman was arguably the most reviled man in america after the president spoke zimmerman became the patron saint of those who believe that an apt history of racism begins with tawana brawley and ends with duke the duke lacrosse team the irony of barack obama is this he has become the most successful black politician in american history by avoiding the radioactive racial issues of yesteryear by being clean as joe biden once labeled him and yet his indelible blackness irradiates everything he touches this irony is rooted in the greater ironies of the country he leads the most for most of american history our political system was premised on two conflicting facts one an off-stated love of democracy and the other an undemocratic white supremacy inscribed at every level of government in warring against this paradox african americans have historically been restricted to the realm of protest and agitation but when president obama pledged to get to the bottom of exactly what happened he was not protesting or agitating he was not appealing to federal power he was employing it the power was black and in certain quarters was received as such 
hey welcome to the black Tips podcast your host rod and karen and we are live on a wednesday evening mm-hmm. end uh, of the week end of the week that excerpt well kind of the end of the week unless you're premium right that yeah. ex- <laughs> <laughs> uh the, the week is never done um mm-hmm. that excerpt is from we were eight years in power in american tragedy by ta-nehisi coates or ta-nehisi coates um but uh yeah it, that made me think about um you know how we're still kind of there today you know that was the very beginning of his presidency that that happened um spawning you know this unabashed um demonization of trayvon martin and every victim of police violence who happened to be black after that and also at the same time spawning you know movements like black lives matter and people like that you know um it's crazy how how cyclical that is and um why obama is such a complex figure to me that you cannot simply throw it into this category of evil demagogue or uh or or you know patron saint either like this is not a country of of uh this is not a sanctified country so whoever takes the mantle of leadership um is going to uh to some extent be tarnished by it and have to contribute to it no matter who they are no matter how pure you think you are you couldn't do it um but it's also interesting because at that same time the backlash to obama was so um unprecedented and unmitigated um that we're still paying for it in a way black people wanted one thing from obama which was essentially to employ the federal government uh power with black authority with black people in mind and all he did one time is merely mention something being white people's fault being white supremacy's fault and the backlash is still going like this is you know donald trump is the backlash the people that support him is the backlash don't get it twisted all these judge appointments are still the backlash um the defense of those white men coming to kill that man jogging uh in february 23rd that that's that is also the backlash it's all the backlash to this moment that is such a seminal american moment you know in a way you might be able to say that that moment has not not due to by obama's fault or anything no one could have known but that moment may have led to more death uh, than anything ever in his administration that's including people that will say you know uh every drone bomb every deportation is on him even even if you try to include those numbers some of the atrocities that have happened um and some of the ways that he's tried to uh uh acquiesce to these people has probably cost a, a whole lot of lives and also the election of donald trump who has done everything 10 times harder than obama did every negative thing you don't like he's done harder every positive thing you did like or that mitigated harm he's tried to take the breaks off of um, and allowed it to run rough shot of the american people and even this crisis right here is the result uh of donald trump being elected you know the the extent of the crisis like he didn't cause COVID 19 but he definitely 
uh hasn't done much leadership based off of it to stop to stop the harm to american citizens so you you can make the argument that moment and white people's repulsion of president obama picking a side quote-unquote saying hey it's not okay to kill innocent black people that right there really cost us a, a lot so yeah it's it and to me uh for uh i, I speak for myself for me <clears throat> the way that uh white people responded to just president trump just in general just confirmed in me the way i was already feeling from the beginning about uh racism in america anyway it just confirmed it, it just magnified it uh the fact that they they want to be considered uh progressive america wants to be considered progressive without really being progressive All right. they want the image of being progressive without actually putting in the work of being progressive uh they want the face of it they want the feel of it they want the look of it but they don't actually want that piece because that piece would require change um and for i know for me from and even to today as wide as this may sound from the time uh obama got uh became president i was just like i hope they don't kill him that has always been in my heart him or his family that has always been in my heart i I just hope they don't kill him he's not president no more and i still go i just hope they don't kill him um because it's one of those things where because of whiteness and how whiteness works it's uh one of those things where um you go i'm happy and i'm excited but i'm also fearful i know for me at the time and still am fearful um you know for him and his family and their safety and all that type of stuff um also i think that when you were talking about the backlash uh that backlash has been around forever um this is just bought the backlash in the modern day we always go through these backlashes but this was just one that was kind of up front in the face of social media and then where you couldn't ignore it and 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 you had to see it because it was everywhere um but yeah this backlash has been coming ever since uh slaves were free period Ever, ever, ever since they was like you have got to let them negroes go that's the backlash has been there and it will never 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 go away because that 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 power that strangled that hold uh of somebody being less than um uh me as a white person in this country that that feeling will never go away and this country works on uh particularly for white people this country works on somebody being below them that we you can never be equal because if you become equal that means things have got to change if you become equal that means things have got to be acknowledged if you become equal that means all the things that my pawpaw and my grandma and and my cousins and my aunts all these things that i have been taught and i've been sharing and spreading to my children have been lies and i have to challenge these things and i have to look at them in in a different perspective but i don't want to do that i i I like the system like it is because it benefits me even though 
uh for most white people it really don't benefit them because most white people were not slave owners most white people the same thing to today they broke they, they don't have but the illusion of i am better than these people is what the american uh people hold on to you 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 see it all the time like you was talking about yesterday with the only everything is only because with them it's only when they speak it's only white lives matter only you know only and for everybody else it's a two is that also is in conjunction we want to be included um but you can't include us when you want to make everything about uh, a group of people or a populace or a population being less than you i think um specifically in that moment it was just uh, people were riding high off of this idea of unity and hope and change and all this stuff because look we elected this black man this was never supposed to even be a possible in this country what else could be possible but there was always this undertone of with with white people it was very much like unless he somehow admits to being black and not just being black because it was obvious that he was black like it, it was he wasn't running away from being black but if he admits that to being black in america in the in the sense of blackness has a weight to it blackness blackness has an unfair um opposition up against it and he could not admit that and he had to always try to like find the middle ground between you know races and talk about unity and talk about hope and talk about change and talk about the positive things he'd experienced in his life and the things that america has come through and all this stuff and for for just really i could only think of really those two incidents incidences uh it was this and it was the skip gates thing Mm -hmm. and it just had like after that america turned on him so hard um and that's one of the reasons i really can't like i said i can't really call myself i feel like i'm very progressive blah 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 but i'm not that progressive because progressive people abandoned him Mm -hmm. and that was when the administration needed us the most that midterm you know the con the crop we've have paid the cost because um america has no will to fight those battles no they don't when you fight those battles it's very few people on your side and you know um i'll never really fuck with white progressives because of that you know the michael moores of the world you know that um immediately start being like well we didn't get health care fuck this dude you know fuck you know not we should keep pushing let's vote more people out of their local offices let's get more democrats in. we'll make sure that obama has the numbers because right now we have a couple democrats who aren't really democrats they're basically republicans with democratic we know there was no consideration of that um and so i think it's interesting that um he essentially was told and to this day still blamed for everything that went wrong after that moment um and no credit for anything he's done right or anything he's ever he's done that was attempting to do good and it's kind of interesting that you know to me i can trace it back to that moment and i think that's one of the reasons that he'll all him and michelle and their family will always be endeared to me people always say it's because they're black but it's not that's not true 
you know people say that shit but it's actually a slap in the face to black people when you say that right oh just because he black no you know because carson ben carson's black herman cain's black dominant silk are black that it wasn't that <laughs> it was more than that you know he was black and then he didn't he didn't run from it he embraced it and then also you know he um you know he governed to it as well you know just because he didn't come out and call a bill the black health care bill but then you look at who would be helped the most in this country by having health care and you go oh wait that would be black people then you go then part of you has to be like wait that that's the thing that helps black people you know but instead uh you know i think that moment was was a moment that a test that america failed and that white people that claim to be progressive failed um that some black people failed you know Mm -hmm. like i think a lot of people kind of let ourselves down because all a president is is an avatar for the country and so we really let ourselves down because we were more hurt by that by going he couldn't make them listen about this trayvon martin thing you know yeah and also excuse me in my opinion a lot of people quote unquote at it and i had to be like this so many people had so much hope and i understand the hope but out of their being hopefulness they were blinded to the reality of um obama being president blinded to the fact that kind of piggyback on you what you said they hold him accountable for everything and they were tricked into the point of he's going to fix racism he's going to fix these injustices he's going to just fix everything you we, we got a black man in office and now since we got a black man in office you know black and brown people i feel like i have a voice and he should just be able to go in there and just boss people around and just tell people what to do because that's how the office works and the office does not work like that um they were under this illusion of who this man was uh he actually truly believes that uh america can be a better version of itself uh he never ran his office saying that i'm only going to do things for black people he never said this thing this thing was never in the speech nothing he was a true centrist i will reach across the aisle i will work with people like 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 it's 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 amazing what i heard and what other people heard doing his speeches when he was campaigning it's just amazing the illusion and how people were just blinded so so full-heartedly by just hope and change that they didn't see anything else you know white people got to the point where they was like well we got a nigger in the office we don't have to worry about them being the black shit no more you know we don't have to worry about you know being accountable and you know are they out acting free this should erase you know hundreds hundreds and hundreds of years of shit you know and this is why they get mad every time you mean black people shit you know black people stuff comes up through his mouth because they were like well we put one of y'all in office this this right here should control out delete reset and we shouldn't even have, yeah, why why you bring a bullshit up we voted for you we voted for you twice the fuck is this um and black people were blinded for the fact that they have a a rage and holding him accountable for shit that he never said that he was going to do and he yeah, never some, promised some never, black not, people not even right. a majority it's a small right percentage. yeah small percentage of people uh and it's very it, it, from my perspective it's very frustrating mm-hmm. um most 
people understand and and they see and yeah nothing it is not the fact that you can't be disappointed and you can't be let down because no president is perfect no president has ever been perfect but i think the the expectations and the standards that we have for him is just for me sometimes that they're just fucking ridiculous for a president yeah i think soon as yeah and i think this moment it being this moment is something i'll never forget for the rest of my life and i'll never be able to completely be like well yeah i i don't feel a need to defend that administration i don't need to feel the need to defend the decisions that were made because i do feel a need because i don't feel like it was fair the same way i feel the need to defend black people in a lot of situations you know maybe you know maybe that's my bias or whatever i'm not impartial on that but you know when some racist shit happens i don't want to hear you know well if we're being fair you're not being fair we can't even start that it's a, and this is a reminds me of another thing you know i listen to um bomani show the right time um on espn uh the podcast and he's interviewing um um uh man i can't remember his name but he is like a very influential writer hold up i have to get his name because this motherfucker wrote for slam and that's the reason that i even fucking listen to scoop jackson so he was um interviewing scoop jackson and they were talking about michael jordan he's talking about michael jordan's like advocacy and his activism and stuff and bo and you know jamel hill a lot of people have been down kind of kind of down on mike to a little to a certain degree which is that mike never stepped all the way up and was like you know kind of like a, a outspoken black activist he never was like um publicly uh verbally you know engaged in that type of work you know um and i think time has been more fair to jordan uh even though you know obviously obviously it's a bit unfair as well but because i mean as bo brought up we don't ask larry bird to speak on nothing Nope. it don't matter and, what the cause is white people get to opt out of shit tom brady don't have to do nothing right cam newton can't say you know cam newton gotta gotta take a knee you know right and 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 and, and i'm sorry to interrupt but, but that's my thing it's like I, for me i'm okay uh with <laughs> black people to be like i don't want to opt into that i just want to yeah play um, my sports and and at the time he even gave money to harvey gantt's campaign at the same time that he joked offhandedly like republicans buy shoes too um and what i found interesting though is there's just always this assumption and i think it's a black assumption in america and i think it's something we've been trying to do for years i think it's what obama's paid the cost with certain radical black people for i think it's what jordan pays the cost for with certain radical black people but it's this idea that there is a magical negro that can speak to them right to whiteness who will get through to them and i think i have left that into pasture so long ago now that i don't hold it against anybody who decides yeah i'm not gonna i'm not speaking on this thing it never it'll never bother me when a black person goes no because i truly do believe it's impossible to reach white people i don't think i don't think it's possible for a white a black celebrity who's beloved by white people to say a thing that will make them get it that does that's not how it works you know um even with uh lebron james who speaks out you know via twitter social media his own tv shows and stuff all the time what has it changed what what white person has it reached you know the nba players come out every day and they don't fuck with donald trump so at some point i'm like it's not because you really think it'll affect change 
you know because because what more than likely will happen no matter how much no how influential the black person is what's really going to happen is they're going to turn on them because we do have a precedent for that we have barack obama the most popular black person of all time at the at <laughs> in 2008 and we have that moment where he says oh yeah i'm black and they go fuck you and we've been paying the cost ever since to think that that wouldn't happen to an unelected official like uh, uh, michael jordan just a uh, a celebrity to think that white people wouldn't be repulsed by him saying entering politics and shit is crazy we don't have any precedent to think that it would change the world because michael jordan spoke up i think what happens is that we are like that lost shepherd that lost flock in the desert in the night and we just need that shepherd in our minds and we think that black certain black celebrities can be that shepherd or they can at least call out to let us know we're not alone like hey i'm black too and i see what's going on and it's bullshit and if they pay a cost for it that's okay we'll martyr them you know we'll be okay with that look at how we do kaepernick he paid the ultimate cost of losing his career and but he's kind of a saint amongst black people he has no flaws now you know uh he doesn't even have to speak you know the thing that we said we wanted michael jordan to do Kaepernick doesn't have to do it he's he's good on any any MLK Boulevard right so it's just kind of interesting to think about it in that terms or like man we give voice to this thing we think we still have that impulse to think we can change it if we just give voice to it they kill MLK right you know they don't they don't there there is no getting through to them no and I think and you kind of brought this point up since like MLK and um Malcolm X you know a lot of black people have always looked for that quote-unquote straight male leader to represent and some people they will never stop looking yeah that, yeah that, that, that's that, a great that, point because mj mj is a charismatic black man too and then it, we then flock to and now you have to become a leader right you know it was funny not funny but it was interesting seeing jamel hills you know kind of point out how yeah look jordan didn't step up in activism and stuff and i'm like look what they did to you like they 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 don't care how good you are at your job it doesn't matter if you're the greatest in the world at it white people just hate that you brought that shit up it doesn't matter if it's barack obama it doesn't matter if it's michael jordan and we know who else hates when we bring it up too on the low we do because mm-hmm. then we turn on them before not being the negro that could get through to them you know like how could you fail us barack obama how could you fail us michael jordan how could you fail us you you weren't able to do you weren't able to get through to them you know yeah we're asking you to do it we're asking you to do something that's impossible and like i said before this is why i i don't fault any athlete or any celebrity or any black person that has money influence apply for not speaking out because it's their choice and their right until you start asking these white people these questions about black people getting shot in the street i i i i know because right. every black person isn't willing to lose their fortune every black person isn't willing to lose their endorsements why do i have to sacrifice for the cause like you know i mean just keeping it real you know we expect you to just give up everything or be a mo- I, I just wanted to play sports i didn't sign up to be an activist but I then didn't also sign up for that but also fruitlessly right we don't because we don't want you to like do it and then keep prospering and and whatever it's like do it until you lose everything right that's the only way some people are gonna be happy 
and then they gonna laugh at you for losing everything correct but, but yeah I, I, it's weird because i remember when uh uh earlier this year when daryl Morey or maybe it was last year daryl Morey tweeted uh daryl Morey, the gm of the houston rockets tweeted some like you know like i'm supporting the protesters in china shit and then everybody wanted lebron james to basically say fuck the entire nba business with china fuck my own personal business with china fuck all of that stuff um i side with the protesters because freedom i and they wanted lebron james to do that on a whim by the way without even knowing what was happening for not knowing that he actually was in china when these fucking riots was going off and shit they didn't want they didn't give a fuck they just wanted him to do it because hey you're black and you woke and you supposed to, you're like our puppet to a certain extent and there's a level of autonomy to black people going no like i'm not your fucking errand boy i'm not your like the, i'm not being treated the same as my peers and there shouldn't have and i shouldn't have to like acquiesce to that i shouldn't have to be the guy who becomes martin luther king because i can shoot a basketball real good you know i speak on the things i want to speak on if you want to judge me for not speaking on the things i don't that's cool but but understand you don't fucking control me you don't own me and why don't you apply this pressure equally why why is this pressure on me like you don't we're not going around to luka Doncic and going explain this china situation off the top of your head uh real quick and, and make everybody happy make everybody understand it like it's that kind of shit so it, it made me think about that all right it, let me oh mm-hmm. i'm sorry yeah and, and and my thing is the truth be told you'll never be happy because at the root of the problem you want to fix white supremacy and racism and no one person and no one statement <laughs> will fix that problem and so uh like i said before until you do this equally i'm fine with that like if a black person chooses to speak out i'm fine with that too like you know i i i i i I, I feel you know equal against it i I, i'm not upset when you don't and i'm happy when you do but i don't hold it against you either way you know but uh, you know it's funny how a lot of times and i think too in my opinion before we move on a lot of black people feel um hopeless they feel powerless at their jobs and they deal with oppression and all this shit and shit happens to them all the time and they don't feel like they're in a position to speak up so they feel like you in a position to quote unquote speak up because white people acknowledge you and know who you are and know your name you should do this on my behalf but my thing if you and your own individual life won't do it why would you expect somebody else to do it yeah uh i also say go listen to the right time with scoop jackson um i think it's the latest one bo did um great interview and i think scoop provides a perspective on jordan that you just don't hear a lot like because he was there he like he lived in chicago he covered the bulls and the nba at that time so he actually knows what the fuck he's talking about and while a lot of people bump their chest to be like because it's also a way to feel better than these people let's keep it real it's like most things where we shit on celebrity activism it's about making ourselves feel better than them as if well if i had their money and their fame this how i do it and i would be everyone would think i was the greatest and they would all agree mm-hmm. um and i think i love the way he broke it down i was like but jordan has always done so much stuff behind the scenes right that people don't and, know about and, that, and 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 that what kills me too and also it's not just that but he's done stuff behind the scenes but everyone's not meant to be everything for everybody right. so you need a michael jordan the same way you need you know an activist you need uh 
and that's one of the flaws that we have when we view these things we're not looking at it holistically you know it's like when uh jay-z and beyonce were giving money behind the scenes to all these activist organizations nobody was going you know oh that's just they're doing a good job and they're staying in their lane and they need to just do that no it was like and now if you don't start saying something blah 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 it's like we're not gonna let you grow into it we're gonna say you ain't shit like fuck fuck the money fuck the people you help fuck all that shit you need to come out and give a speech when you give a speech then we'll see you give a speech you still ain't shit you're still rich you don't do enough like it was always going to be a a a loss sum for them and i think some people just wised up to it early jordan uh wised up to it early i think j and b wised up to it early and they just go i'm gonna be my most authentic self and let these motherfuckers talk they shit and help what i can help and and be comfortable in in knowing that i'm i have the best intentions right and also it's one of these things when it comes to uh activism and just black people's voices and and people speaking up it's, it's like a body and you need all parts of the body everybody can't be a mouthpiece everybody can't be a mouthpiece and so you need people that are doing these other things like i might not be a person that's out front but what i can do is donate time money and talent and these are things that people do that you don't always see and so yeah i might not be the face of it but i might be giving and donating and 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 doing all types of shit that people don't see and i think uh, a lot of times when people make these blanketed statements like that they don't know what these people are doing with their money everybody makes assumptions and when they do they get mad about that correct so it's a lose-lose situation it's not enough or you should have did it gave it to this organization instead like it's never fucking enough and it's always like this idea that there was a thing you could have done to fix this white supremacy and it's like no the fuck there's not correct butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow ten o'clock at night i hope our neighbors is okay with this um <laughs> loud ass singing yeah anyway well you, one of us singing loud uh anyway you can got oh, you, oh, 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 what trying to say I, I took it down a level took it down a level but um you know everybody at home for quarantine i don't know what's gonna happen uh but you know i guess we'll see them on the ring doorbell <laughs> right before they get to us uh anyway guys um this blackout tips <clears throat> the blackout tips podcast leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher and all that stuff yes. we love that stuff the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme um now let's get into the show normally we start with coronavirus but i promised <laughs>
I want to ask you There's something that I want to know Answer this question You have the answer So tell me what I want to know Do you want a funk? Do you want a funk? Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you want a funk, let me show you how. Do you want a funk with me? Do you want a funk with me? All right, let's get into our LGBTQ news, y'all. Okay, it's going around, it's going down, and it's mostly bad. Right um yeah i was i was like man why haven't i been doing this lately and i was like oh yeah because i start with coronavirus you know uh, normally after our pro our pro preamble on uh blackness from a movie from a uh book that i read so uh yeah uh but yeah there's a lot of bad news some good news let's see if we can get to it guys um experts warn gay men against hooking up due to coronavirus suggest masturbation and cyber sex shouldn't this be something for everybody i mean it's, it's i mean it's a problem anyway how's it just a are gay people the only people who breathe that's what i'm talking about like 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 <laughs> sh- sh- shouldn't this be like a massive thing it's like hey hey y'all hey y'all I, I, you know i i know everybody at home horny but for the safety of everybody stay the fuck at home gay people get hornier than regular people oh okay I okay guess, oh. i guess they do okay you mean is it is by it, regular people you mean straight yeah yeah, yeah right you yeah. know people like you know. so you had your people then you had a gay <laughs> and so they're just a totally different <laughs> organism you know it gets spread through the glitter yeah um i've never been an advocate of promoting at this is dr michael brady medical director for britain's terrace higgins trust he said i know i've never been an advocate for promoting abstinence but this message is not about protecting your sexual health it's about protecting your general health and those around you from a virus they can be deadly this advice means that unless you have sex with someone within your household it's important to find sexual pleasure in other ways it's only natural that we look to sex for pleasure to relieve stress and anxiety or simply to pass the time whether that's with a regular partner or using hookup apps but our new normal is that we have to find ways to do this while sticking to the advice to stay home this isn't just to protect ourselves against coronavirus but also to protect the most vulnerable in our society brady went on to note that although there's no evidence that covid 19 is being spread sexually it can be transmitted through any physical contact within six feet the virus can well yeah we know that um yeah i don't know why this is specific to gay men i guess he's saying gay men use hookup apps and do more hookup culture than anybody else but like like i said i don't know why that wouldn't be a general warning to everyone that's what i was thinking like everyone got access to them apps dog yeah everybody everybody gay straight and everything in between everybody everybody mm-hmm. uh no of course the new york city lgbtq pride march has been canceled for the first time in half a century many pride marches have had to be canceled Mm-hmm. there's all kinds of plans for digital yeah, and virtual pr- and virtual like pride um uh, celebrations 
um this year so it's gonna you know people are gonna have to yeah and i, and I think honestly through and it's just my opinion i think for a while virtual stuff is going to be a standard even as things open up and even as things go back to normal nobody's nobody's going to want to be the first organization to put something on and have hundreds and thousands of people come out there just for the coronavirus to break out doing their event yeah i think also with the um lgbt community um after the uh 80s and how uh hiv was treated um they're probably at the same time the most prepared community to deal with like we need to change these rules to deal with COVID-19 um, not to mention many people will be having pre-existing conditions because of um you know uh the HIV uh uh um epidemic so in addition to that <laughs> they're probably the most prepared community more so than even like like straight people and stuff they're probably like no 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 we've been here did this stay the fuck in the house let's all get through this together blah 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 but at the same time they're probably experiencing the most trauma and ptsd from this shit mm-hmm. having been through a um uh a viral pandemic where people did not care because they said mm, this happening to you and tell me that's not the same administration we have now that's saying essentially we're not following scientific advice and we honestly don't give a fuck how how what happens to people now that may be new stuff for a lot of people who are privileged and straight that's never had to deal with this or never or straight and never had hiv and stuff like that but for a lot of people whose community was stigmatized by that like i can see how that would bring you right back to like yo i'm i'm not dealing with this well at all so i could like i said i could see in a, it's like being black i could see kind of in a weird way that that kind of we've been here before but also we we never get out of here we're always here in this state of panic and stuff so um mike bloomberg remember him yes remember when everybody thought he was gonna y'all black people y'all better not vote for him in the south he gonna win anyway mike because <laughs> <laughs> y'all dumb is down there y'all don't right. watch the same news that we watching other bars of the country he spent a whole lot of money on ads you know you stupid niggas can't help yourselves anyway mike bloomberg um called transgender people it and some guy wearing a dress in a resurfaced video yeah um it's mike bloomberg who was shocked i mean he had racist videos he had uh i mean no one was ever gonna vote for this man i don't know why (laughs) why people was like what there was so motherfucking much panic over this shit (laughs) trump administration unlawfully axing lgbtq discrimination protections suit claims a lawsuit uh takes aim at the department of health and human services proposal that allows organizations to receive federal funds even if they exclude gays these are the things that were on the ballot in 2016 these are the things that a lot of people took for granted and thought well we had eight years of obama this stuff is here to stay Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and it's one of those things too to where people were like uh we got k Mary j and people was like okay yeah but we still need to push and you know some people's like we made it and other people's like no we haven't there are still other things that we need to continue to fight for yep they plan to unlawfully stop enforcing non-discrimination protections 
because they don't care for lgbtq uh, americans and what they do is they always do this under the auspices of we're saving money by not enforcing the thing it's like well the government agency is is designed to enforce the thing that's their job you know it's the same thing they're doing with title nine with bessie devoe so they're basically going to make um make it so that um it's systemized to ostracize victims of sexual assault off of college campuses and stuff and then they're going to strip the investigation money out, out of the title nine and then um provide a- extra even more rights to people who are accused to basically intimidate the victims like this is what they do the, and they attack it through money to make it seem like it's a fiscal decision but it's a it's not a fiscal decision it's a moral decision it's an immoral decision yeah and, and then all you're gonna do is cause uh people to a lot of people can't even can't afford college anyway mm-hmm. uh and it's like a right and a privilege it's like that 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 thing that classism thing and then uh, you're going to cause a lot of people to go, well, I'm not going. I mean, it, you, colleges are still going to make money, but you're going to have a lot of the population to be like, the fuck I'm going to school for. And then what do you do if, if you have just enough number of people to go, I don't want to be a victim on a college campus where it's not affecting the college campus's bottom line. Right. Um, but, but yeah, I'm, um, I didn't mean to go on that tangent. That's my fault. The Sioux Center's on notice of non-enforcement and a proposed rule issued by Trump administration in November that will reverse the 2016 Obama-era pr- rule prohibiting discrimination in HHS funded grant programs and permit federally funded organizations to turn people away claiming conflicts with religious beliefs the suit was filed by civil rights group lambda legal and nonprofit democracy forward on behalf of three lgbtq advocacy groups true colors united sage and family equality you know it just hit me something because that's another obama thing that they rolled back that one we didn't even have that long that's only since 2016 so that's the last year's presidency um but it just hit me on something you know how many times i've seen like a black person who was unhappy with obama say some shit like what did he ever do for black people and shit mm-hmm. and i and it's, it's always a trick question because anything you bring up unless the fucking name of it was the blackity black nigga the nigga i got y'all hook up from the black president to black folks they're gonna say it didn't it don't count but fuck the trick shit what so then you do admit though he did help certain groups of people because a lot of times it's it's it's, it's low-key kind of couched in he did stuff for gay people and not for us you know stuff like like there's no black gays but you know stuff like that he did stuff for these people but not us it's always some weird shit like that but my point being this um so if he did things for people that were positive that did that you do agree helped groups that were marginalized then why the fuck is that okay to then go well we'll just let a republican in well, or i'll just won't vote or it'll just be okay i will fuck it then that's still something good happening from him being in the office that's so crazy that that was logic that a lot of people employed like yeah he only helped women and gay people and uh dreamers and this and that and it's like the okay so count too what is that so then let trump in that doesn't make sense that is anyway um essence women in hollywood luncheon honors trans women of pose the trailblazing cast and writer director uh producer of pose mj rodriguez india moore dominique jackson angelica ross Haley sahir and janet mock were honored thursday at essence's annual black women in hollywood luncheon where mock called on the community to acknowledge that black trans women and girls are worthy of our protection and care 
too often black trans women and black queer and gender non-conforming folk put their bodies on the line every day to be themselves mock said grappling with house housing and joblessness and a lack of access to healthcare education navigating our people's intolerance and willful ignorance pushing our sisters out of homes and tolerant schools and churches and into detention facilities foster homes prisons and deeper into poverty and these alarming issues remain widely unaddressed because we as a culture do not acknowledge that trans women are women that black bodies are valuable that black trans girls and black trans women are worthy of our protection and care her speech which had many in the room wiping away tears went on to celebrate the cast of pose and the work they do to put black trans stories front and center the struggle for black people must include black trans and queer people period and this award affirms that our stories our lives our experiences matter and reassures that the way that we tell it from the perspective and talents of those who've lived it is more is most impactful yes interesting because i i do watch pose um and me and justin you know we often come and talk about on the show but one of the things i noticed was like the criticism of that show was so fucking harsh Mm -hmm. um and i'm not talking about from like biggest and shit i mean from Mm -hmm. fucking people that claim to be supportive or within the community Mm -hmm. and it's not my place to you know I i don't even if it was my place i don't spend time arguing with people on fucking social media about tv shows and shit i'm not doing it oh, no. but one thing i always felt was like how horribly unfair and cruel the criticism was towards the show you know whether it be people going well these people can't act well for some folks we don't get the the we don't get the opportunities to be seasoned actors and some of those actresses act some of those actors on the show did improve throughout the seasons uh some of them you just needed to get used to the way that they portray characters because it was like okay now i know what to expect from this character um some of it you know you need these the characters need to have moments and you you know sometimes you have a moment on the show and that's when you finally get a character stuff like that people getting mad at certain storylines why they killed a dark-skinned trans woman don't we all say dark-skinned trans women are the ones dying on these streets pose is not fantasy it's advocacy through their uh telling their own story so it would almost be irrational and they still gave the act kept the actress on the show like employed by the way but it will almost be more fucked up to go well now we're going to change that story because you know guys we don't want people to to know this is happening like it's like because there's only one show like this they end up in the trap of blackness except now they're black and they're dealing with uh lgbtq uh issues throughout it too so like they they fall into the double trap of you got to represent for all the black people and all the lgbtq storylines period and we want you to advocate for us but we also want you to be fun and we want fantasy and escapism but we better have some realism because if it ain't real y'all full of shit i'm not gonna watch it and and this just felt like a trap for them Mm -hmm. and then on top of that after you deal with all that critique and criticism disguises love or whatever you then don't get rewarded by your own fucking people Mm-mm. you know bt awards award don't yeah. you know like people had to advocate for that show for two years for them to finally get on stage and get acknowledged while they were breaking fucking records and shit so you know it's a damn shame to be honest because it's such a cash 22 but anyway i never wanted to contribute to any of that that shit because i was like i i I mean i get it some people it's like they they can't help themselves it's like i gotta say this i gotta i'm not but for me 
i never felt comfortable being like i'm gonna come for this show's neck or i'm gonna show y'all you know this how y'all should have did it and shit like that because it's like imagine this your first time even getting to tell this fucking story you know what i mean like what should happen is that we should have more stories about black trans women and and black lgbtq life through and then we and then we wouldn't feel so much well hopefully one day maybe people wouldn't feel so much pressure to have every show tell every story and get every story correct you know in the way that they feel is correct right because there's really no right way oh never uh poses in millions of homes enabling viewers around the world to meet to know to love to root for five trans heroines characters on other shows who would be mere sidekicks or subplots or punchlines but pose moves these characters from the margins to the center stage i'm awed every day by the talent the grace the beauty of these women next to me they are the heroes that i've been waiting for the six of us together have helped change the face of american family drama the other thing i liked about this is i believe poses a ryan murphy show and there's and because I, he's a white dude a straight white dude um i know there's always there's never a shortage of people willing to be like man fuck that person or whatever but ryan murphy seems to have empowered the cast to tell their own story and this is not the first time he's done something like that where he's like shown up put his name on something and then was like okay for american horror story uh ladies take care of it you know you guys got it. it's yeah. your show now right all i did was executive produce i put my face up front so the shitty get greenlit and i've never heard the people who work with him come out and be like yeah he's a piece of shit he treated us bad like everybody's like no he's makes a great fucking uh he's a great ally he does great work he empowers us he teaches us it. he gives us the tools to make our own shit so that eventually we'll go so i think people are people come at ryan murphy in a a way that i think is unfair at least the people i see they come at him a bit unfair simply based on the moniker well he's a white man so we can you know we get to say anything about white men it's like so that so he can't do a good job and be a white man what 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 if he's just doing the things that y'all would want him to do with that position of power like when we can't say that that was cool you know what i mean yeah he's being the you know. oh he's gay according to uh ray in the chat so and he's gay so that's even less of a reason to hate him okay he out here being gay and helping you blacks jesus be being <laughs> an ally y'all claim y'all won't good grief what more do you want the man's out never here never satisfied never sacrificing everything for you motherfuckers um but ryan murphy be making some good ass shows though um anyway uh speaking of good ass shows during a pandemic conservatives are protesting the gay ducks on disney's ducktales oh it's gay ducks on ducktales i didn't know that mm-hmm. oh i watched ducktales um, oh yeah that's your jam yeah they they did it again on uh the disney um the disney channel or whatever it's called now Yeah, it's like a reboot yeah it might be on disney plus too if you guys got disney plus but i watched them all i fucking love ducktales it's just good way before the gay ducks even it was good by the way just in case y'all wondering um but my thing is one these niggas was barely in the fucking thing <laughs> I like i said i watched the show so like it was near the end after um i think the little girl's name was violet her and like huey or you know one of the triplets mm-hmm. was like trying to be the best uh day version of like boy scouts i remember seeing that episode in the background yes yeah and so at the end like the the lesson that he learned was essentially he wasn't the best of the scouts she was better than him and 
he needed to learn to be okay with that because his whole thing was like i'm a boy i'm better i'm a win and then get to the end it's like nah she better and she got more badges than me and i forget which bag i think oh and the badge that he got at the end was the badge for failing it was like you know trying and failing is also worth a worthy thing so don't you know don't knock yourself too hard so that's what say the say let's say the the whole episode is 22 minutes that's at 22 minutes and 45 seconds y'all that's that's when he learns the lesson and then the two dads come out and like violet you did it and they got two they got on shirts and the shirts say both of the shirts say i'm with dad oh right so it wasn't like they was in this shit for an hour they was in it for the last 15 seconds of the fucking thing and these niggas mad keep in mind these fucking ducks have robot ducks yeah they do superhero ducks villain ducks so you're not worried about your kid being nothing on the show but gay of all the kind of ducks which ducks is out there and shit you know like why, why? <laughs> like they're like they're like i don't care if my kid wants to put on a robo duck outfit and fight crime okay i don't care if my he want to be a cyber duck and try to fly off the top of a building and kill himself i don't care but if he gonna be see some gay ducks well what's he gonna do next he gonna be out here trying to i don't even care if he tries to have sex with a duck but not the same sex of a duck i know that much <laughs> like it's the fucking duck. it's fucking cartoon ducks man i i honestly feel like the agenda is for um gay for gay people to not exist yes so here is so all right i'm gonna take it off mute you can see it in the chat yes okay it's 40 y'all i'm not joking this is the end of the episode this clip is a minute and 21 seconds long this is the 45th second that i'm playing and now welcome the newest senior woodchuck violet apollonia saberwing that was about 17 seconds or whatever right um hold on it's, it's, there we, go, it's we learned an important lesson today the adventure is not always about that that was that was it y'all we what was, they just walked on stage d- d- yes Bahana, you in the two feet tall you ain't paying attention you wouldn't even realize the shirts that that and so of course they <laughs> of course that that's outrageous the kids can't the 10 seconds of gay duck shirts has has completely changed everything for the children metro kids up for life uh one million moms director which probably has about three moms in it yes monica cole goes on to accuse disney of indoctrinating children by exposing it oh i'm sorry sorry indoctrinating children by exposing them to homosexual relationships through a facade of normalcy if anyone still has any doubt on where disney stands on this controversial issue hopefully this makes it clear that there is a lgbtq agenda they are forcing on young audiences 
<laughs> she goes on to talk to say uh to disney ceo bob chapek that conservatives will not watch ducktales nor support this company as long as the network veers away from family friendly entertainment and that how they get you because apparently gay people are not part of families uh or friendly apparently or friendly they are very anti-family aggressive (laughs) and anti-friendly just mean anti against families and mean motherfuckers oh my god for what shirts. do you do the gays in their shirts y'all that's how they get you every time you're looking at ducktails next thing you know you're sucking duck <laughs> sorry my bad that was that was autocorrect that was autocorrect um black gay ex-police officer claims homophobia and racism is a cancer in the force trust me i should know okay i don't know what to say um i mm, i mean he wrote a book on it but i oh you know what? i actually do know what to say I think we're all shocked here guys at this breaking news that the cops don't just have a race problem but a homophobia problem guys okay what? yeah yeah he said it's too ingrained in the police force for any change to take place yep he has a book he called uh a book he wrote recently called forced out about the homophobic and racist abuse he endured while working as a police officer I think it's too ingrained and I doubt it will change in my lifetime, said Maxwell. They talk to talk, but there is no real punishment for misbehavior. Yeah, I'm not gonna finish. I'm not gonna so talk about finishing reading this, but. Mm-mm, please don't. We knew. We been knew. Um. Yeah, all them isms and, 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 and phobias and, and schisms all connected. Yep. Uh, transgender fire chief files discrimination suit over firing. A transgender fire chief has filed a federal discrimination lawsuit against a small Georgia city where she led the fire department for more than a decade. When then was fired 18 months after she began coming to work as a woman. Yeah, uh, it's funny how that uh, we do the like, you know, these are the heroes, the first responders. We have to protect them every night at seven o'clock. We stand and applaud and cheer for them. And at the same time, it's like, this nigga, what? It's fire, man. Uh, you are gone. You know, like, <laughs> just so easily dismissed her. Uh, ignorance. Uh, Rachel Mosby says her firing last summer by the city of Byron not only cost her wages and retirement benefits, but also tarnished her reputation. The lawsuit filed Tuesday in the U.S. District Court of May. Uh, you know what I just thought? What judge is going to take it? Right. Is it going to be one of these Trump judges? The 30% he don't put in some of these federal courts? People have put our society in so much jeopardy with these fucking judge, Like, letting this asshole get to pick who's going to be the judge. Uh, who knows where these trials are going to go? You know, stuff that used to feel like, man, this is fucked up, but at least I know at some point 
uh court will give this person justice if they fight long enough yep you cannot feel that way at all anymore even if they go to the supreme court either they won't talk about it which which means you're gonna push it back down to whatever the lower courts decide or either they're gonna decide against it well i know under uh jeff sessions and i don't know if it's the same under Barr, but they was like we're not even gonna attempt to defend these cases where we're trying to stop discrimination against lgbtq people that's over we're done with that so you know you don't have the government coming to help you and if anything Mm -hmm. they're stripping laws and rules and regulations away so that people can be discriminated against so yeah what is be discriminated against and there's no repercussions yeah there'll be no justice Mm -hmm. for you like jesus christ right and the the thing is this right here is a part of that make america great i want my country take my country back shit that uh donald trump campaigned on and you know it's one of those things when people goes was like hey this this includes everybody that's not a straight white man and people didn't want to hear these people that was coming out from all groups going hey everybody's going to be excluded except for that group of people the u.s equal employment opportunity commission has treated lgbt based drive discrimination cases as illegal sex discrimination since 2013 hmm that's not that long ago no that the that could end if this u.s supreme court decides firings and harassment based on workers sexual orientation or gender identity don't qualify as sex discrimination under the civil rights act the supreme court heard cases on that issue october 8th this ruling is still pending so yeah the, the, like from the highest court in the land we could literally rob this woman of any sense of justice you know and honestly man this is one of those things where you know obviously i know the people that listen to our show are mostly you know pro lgbtq and whatnot but let's say you weren't for a second let's say you just were like i don't even care or whatever i don't you know fuck that okay but then how would you justify someone who can do the job being discriminated against and losing the job based on this like wouldn't you feel that that's still unfair even if you said i don't agree with blah 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 you know like even if you had that level of homophobia transphobia within you wouldn't it wouldn't it still be an injustice even despite (laughs) despite all that like it's crazy it's crazy anyway last one boy george you know boy george Mm -hmm. i do know that white man Mm mm-hmm boy george isn't one to let a little thing like a global pandemic stop him from being on the wrong side of history in a new interview with britain's the sunday times the former culture club singer returned to his familiar criticism of modern pronoun usage a favorite topic of george's he claims that transgender and non-binary people who ask to be referred to by pronouns that are consistent with their identities want to be offended because they think that whatever's going on for them is much more important than anything else when i was growing up nobody used the term transgender because it was almost like a medical term he told the conservative leaning newspaper so this transgender thing is new and for our generation it just it's just it's just getting our heads around it george whose androgynous appearance made him a queer icon in the mid-1980s added that he is reluctant to pander to others ideas about gender because of what he went through to be who he is the area we would get into trouble is that it's permissible to say to a gay person address me as this address me as that he said 
the comments are particularly ill time given that the uk government is currently floating the idea of banning medical transitions for trans and non-binary children under the age of 18 but that they are nothing new for george earlier this year the musician caused controversy on twitter after referring to individuals pronoun preferences as merely a modern form of attention seeking boy george talking about somebody seeking some fucking attention what what boy george y'all just out here trying to get some attention i would never in my sequin sparkling dress that i sing that i'm gonna sing and my hair just every color of the rainbow (laughs) yeah i mean i was only on mtv you know i only made a career off of this for off of a sitting attention seeking right face beat to the gods i was in i made a career off of this but uh you know you motherfuckers y'all trying too much leave your pronouns at the door george tweeted george you really like told us how to address you in your name you added boy to it your name Ah! is just george you literally was like call me boy boy. george okay i want to be called a boy okay maybe (laughs) what the fuck when his followers voiced their disappointment that someone whose gender ex- expansive persona had been formatted for many trans and non-binary been form- formative for many trans and non-binary people would express such views george doubled down he suggested that being referred to in a manner that corresponds with one's sense of self is just as ridiculous as someone calling him napoleon boy george he's denied however that he is transphobic well i mean that's part of the course nobody's racist nobody's you know nobody's any of these things I mean, have you ever asked, like, George Zimmer if he's racist? He gonna tell you no. Right. If you ask fucking Strom Thurmond if he's racist, he'll tell you he's no. You know, in hell, where is that? Probably the black part of hell, because, you know, that would be his hell. He'd be double hell. Send him to to Negro hell. He'd be like, no, this is exactly what I didn't want. Uh, (laughs) George is... You said a statement provided to Pink News earlier this year. A representative said, asking whether Boy George is transphobic is so stupid it doesn't warrant a response. I know you are, boy, am I, was his other response. Um, yeah, here's the thing I keep thinking about, though. This is two things here. Uh, one, it's fucked up that he's so iconic to so many trans people and then mm-hmm. he is rejecting that and rejecting them, essentially. Um, and at a cost of nothing it costs you nothing to recognize somebody's pronouns uh like it, maybe you won't be the best at it maybe you'll forget maybe you'll fuck up but that's life right you know what i that mean that was my biggest fear but yeah yeah, yeah i've had to accept that like there's people that you know we know that are um trans non-binary stuff like that and you know hopefully you know my heart is gonna always be in the right place and i'm trying to undo fucking 40 something years of programming of gender is binary and all this shit that's a hard thing to break yeah but this i think and i think this isn't just boy george it's a lot of people people Mm -hmm. listening to this right now there's this idea that because someone is advocating for themselves that they're waiting for you to fuck up and not be perfect and so why even try you know because when i may refer this person as she i may refer this person as he and i'm a fuck up and i made a mistake now and i'm not perfect and i didn't do the thing i didn't pass the test with flying colors so i'm not even gonna attempt to try i'm i'm scared i'm gonna fuck up so no i will not i'm gonna just do what i always been doing but why be that asshole you know it's so much easier to just to like it i can respect the attempt to try 
i can't respect the the lack of attempt you know it doesn't cost you nothing the other thing i kept thinking about too and this is something i've heard um uh other gay males say um but maybe it also there may be lesbian women that say it as well i don't know but i've definitely heard gay males say this like what about the struggles of the gay movement before now and now you got trans people and the genderqueer people and non-binary people taking advantage of what we did this is our work and we feel like we feel like you asking us to do more and by do more we're not talking protests we're not talking activism just literally recognize our pronouns by doing more you by asking us to do more you're essentially insulting the work we've already done and i find that to be the weirdest fucking argument maybe it's just because i'm black i don't know but it to me that's like if al sharpton was like y'all black lives matter people really asking for a lot like no you gotta you can't be the person that asked everybody to push your shit made everyone uncomfortable and then go okay but now you asking me to progress and that's making me uncomfortable so fuck progress and the thing is they've always been there the fuck like they, they have always been there yeah it's also like we made it far enough right you know? and that's the shit that make the marginalized people within a marginalized group go within fuck you it's the it's the dave Chappelle joke about the lgbtq uh uh group and they're all in the car and how you know they put the trans people in the back and they treat the the bi people and the and the non-binary people they treat them fucked up like because essentially it's like no the the gays are driving like we got this shit up front we're telling you where to go and that was it's such a brilliant joke wish it didn't come from a transphobic ass comedian but it's it's a brilliant fucking joke because that really is the analogy that sums it up perfectly with the like we're like yeah we did all this work but not for you to use it (laughs) not for you like that's 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 insane but yep boy george who would have known i i really didn't know that um that's that i don't know that's just crazy i guess it's how people feel they look at diamond and silk it's like you niggas is anti-black you but y'all are definitely within the group of people that are bad blacks right and (laughs) it's (laughs) <laughs> and the thing about boy george uh even before i understood lgbtq or any of that stuff i was introduced to him right like like for me it was kind of the first dip into that world if that makes sense for for me personally yes that's just that's just really a fucking shame that's all i got for that um wow all right let's move into something else let's see what else can we talk about um i think i'm gonna skip coronavirus for today okay um and uh we'll go to some other news um oh i already brought this up but betsy devos released the final changes to campus sexual assault policies um yeah under the rework federal rules alleged student perpetrators will have added protections including the presumption that they are innocent throughout the disciplinary process and the right to be provided all evidence collected against them those students can also cross-examine their accusers although it may it must be done through a lawyer or representative the rules go into effect august 14th 
the department of education changes are reworking of the 1972 law known as title nine which prohibits gender discrimination including sexual assault on college campuses as well as uh in primary and secondary schools under the obama administration the definition of sexual harassment was less specific described as unwelcome conduct of a sexual nature but the meaning <clears throat> has become narrower the misconduct must fall under certain categories including well unwelcome conduct that is so severe pervasive and objectively offensive that it denies a person equal access to the school's education program or activity yeah so what that definition doesn't make fucking sense the new rules also include allegations of stalking do- domestic violence and dating violence must be investigated schools are still able to set their own standards of proof for whether a student violated the code of conduct policy uh in march three democrat senators kirsten kirsten gillibrand of new york patty murray of washington and elizabeth warren of massachusetts wrote a letter to devos asking her to delay the formal formalizing the guidelines which they consider misguided and instead focus on helping schools and students navigate through the ongoing coronavirus pandemic oh she don't give a fuck about that yeah that wasn't a priority at all they don't even care if them kids get coronavirus they yeah. just out here trying to Mm-mm. get they this shit passed they don't care about the schools opening back up and your kids getting sick because and maybe this is just me i my prediction is that a lot of colleges are going to suffer after the coronavirus uh thing because a lot of people are like i'm not sending my kid back to school a lot of college campuses going to do shit online a lot of you know people are going to withdraw from the universities so you're going to end up in the long run hurting these universities because as far as bessie's divorce is concerned she don't actually give a fuck about the organization that she's over um yeah 18 state attorney generals also wrote a similar letter the attention on how to address sexual assault on college campuses comes amid the larger me too movement focusing on claims of sexual misconduct that might otherwise be ignored advocates for uh man but this is the thing you always knew there was a fucking time limit on the me too movement like and there's not the me too movement is such a weird thing to say because i mean one you need to acknowledge the power of it and all that stuff like it's actually a moment and stuff but it's like from inception it was almost seen as this is a moment that will pass it's like eventually we will go back to the default yeah it's like Mm -hmm. everyone was kind of saying it's like even the people advocating it are kind of unfortunately it's like you're admitting like and this will not be a thing that we can sustain so we got to get everything in while we can i think that's why people got to the point where you know even if you know it didn't give a fuck what you did you was going on the summer jam screen because it's like i literally may never ever get a chance to tell this story and be heard again so yeah this nigga one time um got handsy with me on a date i just put it on the public record you know what i mean like because it's not like all this shit is going to trial people going to jail any of this shit some people might lose a job or two or something um extreme extreme cases go to jail extreme cases maybe you lose a lot of jobs but for the most part it's just like it always felt like there was a ticking thing and part of the reason it felt like it was ticking to me is that the fucking sexual harasser in chief is is donald trump you know and the people he's surrounding himself with and the people who are in charge of the country right now all don't give a fuck about this if anything they care the opposite people didn't keep that momentum going you know so it's it's just sad 
but um advocates for accused students have argued that some of the guidance under the obama administration was too loose and unfair to alleged perpetrators prompted devos to rescind his measure and pledged that the education department would embark on workable effectable would embark on a workable effective and fair system but groups advocating for sexual assault victims worry that the changes will have a chilling effect on students coming forward if they feel uncomfortable with how they must report an alleged assault or worried about getting re-traumatized once school officials are made aware of an allegation it must be taken seriously <laughs> okay said the guidelines it's just weird too because the other problem is um it's not like this was an easy process before the changes correct it's not like that was the problem it's too easy to accuse people of rape it's, you can't even fucking go three steps it's just rape 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 everybody's on the campus getting accused right like it wasn't even like that but you know that's that's the fear that they try to put out there to society like every it's like every boy in the class is accused of it and they we just couldn't take it that's no more not true so yeah we'll see what happened um uh, with these new rules um and whatnot um and also more importantly than even the changes to the rules i would like to know the changes to the budget come on because the thing that they normally do is gut the fucking budget so that even if you keep the rules and you need to investigate this you ain't got the money to investigate the shit you're supposed to be doing um all right let's see what else happened oh yeah um murder hornets is a thing now yeah i've been seeing that shit so hornets been walking up in the b-nest like what's up niggas i'm murdering everybody yeah now i don't know why they call them murder hornets although i did see a picture of some that them bitches are huge well yeah of course they're huge yes they're they're very big hornets but the one the picture i saw is a white person holding four of them in the palm of their hand and they were huge obviously but they were also all black now the other pictures i've seen on them of them a lot of them have been yellow and black but the one that dude had they was just all black and if that's the case then i see why they named the murder hornets okay because racism <laughs> that's how they do us okay they always got some reason but that, to say that, that we because they were dead i don't know uh karen please don't step on the bitch uh they they were like these hornets are murderous get out of here bitch with your facts bbs they got big black stingers going hanging from them and they out here to trying to attack our precious little honeybees and we need to those those could have been innocent hornets they might not even have did nothing wrong Mm-mm, but them white people pollinating flowers minding their business them white people called them motherfucking murderers okay we don't do this to other insects in the speed we don't call larceny roaches we don't say <laughs> oh look at this assault and battery ants oh these motherfuckers right here the grand theft grasshoppers is out here doing shit we only do this to black animals okay not to get too woke on y'all but polar bears are actually the most dangerous bears but you wouldn't know that because they be in what all them coca-cola ads every christmas what well, chris got on land sharks because they white okay meanwhile the white man says the black bear is the most dangerous bear and the brown bear they didn't even let them call them brown bears they renamed them to grizzly bears <laughs> they renamed them after a horrendous murder scene but they not ready to talk about that i don't talk yeah your third eye wide open talk about me okay 
I'm just trying to I'm just trying to to let to inform the audience, Karen, of the trickeration of the mm-hmm. white man mm-hmm. that is going on right now. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's a lot of the gritty. These things just took over me. It's a lot of motherfuckers out here sleeping on what they doing to us. Okay, <laughs> I don't think these hornets murdered anybody. You don't? certainly. I I would like to see them get a fair trial. How come every time I see the hornets, they dead? Okay nobody I, says anything about that okay they kill the hornets and then they hornets, frame no, them ha- murder hornets lives don't matter the white man is probably the one killing the, the bees and then framing the the poor little innocent black hornets they just want to live their life up. lock them up they just out doing normal shit okay going to the store uh-uh. I, getting I, driving home they oh why you pulling me over officer oh i didn't you know how fast you was going hornet Take them to jail. This is a mighty nice call for a hornet. It starts with murdering, and then next thing you know, you're robbing me. I'm good. So night, this is a mighty nice call for a hornet to be driving you. You you sell drugs? What kind of what kind of what kind of hornet job you got? That you, you able to push a whip like this? You sending you sending honey in the community? Mm-hmm. I don't. I, something is up with this, and we need people to look further in look past the name Mm-mm. they want you to think they murderous Mm-mm. okay they are already... chopping people heads off nigga yes they murderous you know who else they said this about when donald trump came down them stairs what did he tell you hmm? he said that mexicans was rapists and murderers and what are they telling us about the asian you notice how they put the asian on the the asian murder hornets hmm yeah, how do we get the Asian? I just thought they was murderous. Right, cause you fell for the propaganda, Karen, cause you always following for the, follow for this bullshit. I don't care what race, the pure Asiatic black hornet. I, I don't care what LGBTQ, I don't care. Throw them in jail. The pure, the pure Asiatic black hornet comes to America just trying to get the same opportunities as all the other immigrated insects got we didn't care how cockroaches got here i don't we don't call them names okay you got cockroaches all throughout new york and nobody says not a word okay they just on the trains right now luxuriating because all the humans is inside they made a show about cockroaches they called it joe's apartment i never saw joe but i saw them roaches it was roaches apartment and they let that be on tv y'all the mascot for cheerios is what a honeybee yes you uh, see what i'm saying a nice clean honeybee fall for that propaganda if you want to Mm -hmm. sister a nice clean well-spoken honeybee i stand with the black murder hornets okay yeah like somebody say a yellow bee not them black bees murder hornets lives matter no they don't not in my book they matter to me Mm-mm, they don't matter to me i might get me a couple let them sit out there on my balcony okay the hell you will mm-hmm. i'm not scared of them i am do that if you want to i go out there and i'll be the murderer soon as a black person start defending themselves all of a sudden they a murderer i bet you it was self-defense them bees are probably fucking with them hornets hornets just minding their business bees I, come over there like oh what you doing jogging in my neighborhood oh I, oh we just got some bee shotguns out here and now all of a sudden i'm the one in trouble you mess with me it'd be a black on black crime because i'm taking you out Mm-mm. 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 i don't mm-mm. 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 
bad enough you got murder in your name i'm not gonna wait to be the next victim you falling for the propaganda i guess trayvon martin is a murderer too then huh trayvon martin a murderer Hmm? is that what you think too because that's what they said that's what they say about us Karen, trayvon martin us. and the b that's what they say about us they call him a big black murder per- black person. they didn't call him a big black hornet oh so if they say a hornet it'd be okay to kill him that's that so that okay they just taking our lives and you part of it i know he was gonna turn the diamond and silk on this well show. i'm sorry i fell for the honey trap apparently you did what if god is providing us a solution to a problem that we have no one's thought about this well i have okay mm. so let's say they are murder hornets okay let's say they really do kill 40 people a year or whatever come on you murder okay somebody. Karen, jesus christ let me do the joke please let's say that that is what's happening why are we looking at this as a negative i feel like we have another problem we need to solve that can be solved by murder hornets and this is fucking reopen rallies how about we invite ah, the murder ah, hornets ah. to the fucking trump rallies okay just just let them get out there and mingle with the coronavirus gun toting motherfuckers <laughs> and just let now we got two problems solving themselves okay you got the white people with guns taking their ass inside the house like they're supposed to be a double a double homicide they they they're gonna get they're gonna uh, team up and it's gonna be a real problem i'm over here trying to come up with fucking solutions you we prayed to god for a solution and he sent us murder hornets and you stupid motherfuckers are about to let them die out you're gonna try to kill them and run away no they even went to the right parts of the country the northwest i'm like yes take them white people get them back in the house send their ass over there how can we get some to some of these st louis we need some michigan murder hornets Mm-mm. we need to get their ass at these rallies immediately okay you, you, you think as soon as they uh show up the murder hornets just come out the blue i'm taking murder hornets to the beach okay ah letting them motherfucking let them get out and spray it all over their ass just oh, okay okay y'all think it's all good out here y'all won't listen to the police huh you won't stay inside huh huh maggot this maggot that let these hornets on your ass and then we're gonna see how you feel about it i'm just saying I'm trying to solve problems all right um size killing your skid out taking it kind of personal because it's okay I, I do the, the justin does it every week so why not you <laughs> um matter of fact let's just get out of here guys let's just go to guess the race um i feel like that was as much jokes as i i fought to get that much jokes out <laughs> i was killing the jokes Mm-mm-mm. ain't that like a woman a joke killer you a murder murder joke killer murder yeah. murder co-host I, I, I was killing it today <sighs> um <laughs> all right um uh, let's do some guest the race <laughs> let me get the music up uh do 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 spotify's moving slow all right uh where's my guest the race music now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the 
race and of course everyone playing is racist all right let's see who we're guessing today um (laughs) story number one sheriff woman tried to fool deputies by pretending she weep inside a rv she allegedly broke into oh my okay a woman is suspected of burglarizing the rv parked on the shoulder of the highway pretending like she was asleep to try to escape from deputies do 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 open up oh man what's going on how's it going officers seem to be the problem i've been sleeping for a whole three hours (laughs) yeah so anyway uh nothing to see here just taking a nap (laughs) the incident happened early saturday morning um someone saw a person break into an rv they called the police at the scene deputies found the rv which was for sale had been broken into a sergeant shined his light in the vehicle and a woman inside laid down on the sofa and pretended like she was asleep <laughs> so she wasn't laying down when they first pulled up mm-hmm. she they flashed the light and then she was like oh shit <laughs> it's light yeah i'll sleep i'll sleep i'll sleep it's like the opposite of roaches <laughs> um Deputy say the woman ignored commands to get out because she was so sleepy so with the help of california highway patrol law enforcement officers moved to get her out the woman later identified as 30 year old sonora resident elizabeth cooper allegedly spit in the sergeant's face after being handcuffed like a classic dame cooper was arrested and booked on several charges including burglary tampering with a vehicle battery of a peace officer karen guess the race of mrs uh what was it elizabeth cooper oh white okay karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe uh ever since the covid man it seems like more of these motherfuckers have been spitting on people come on (laughs) that's par for the course uh let's see rv park is a nice way of saying trailer park white damn i was gonna cook here cook meth in here white spitting the (laughs) spitting like a punk uh pumpkin white rv jesse pinkman and walter white spill it uh spit sleeping beauty white uh uh de dame white super caring predator uh blue lives matter unless i'm trying to get away from rv theft white sleeping beauty white stay fair white spitting white we still we don't spit she was white white everyone went with white on this one and everyone got it correct uh you know i just realized too for somebody that's so pro oh yeah just call them murder hornets you should definitely not not be on that side because your name is karen and karen is the worst slur you can call somebody right now these days and you should know how it feels to be labeled unfairly but (laughs) i digress anyway this Mm -mm. is the white lady who did hashtag not all karens Mm -mm. not but not all murder hornets all the murder hornets nope yeah. hashtag not all murder mm-hmm. hornets i i i'm, I'm sure not all I, of them could be murderers I look at them they, it's in the motherfucking name you a murderer oh right so it's karen is in the motherfucking name nope yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. a goddamn nope. karen nope. you acting like a karen on the show right well, now i'll just be anti- one today <laughs> anti-black hornets mm-hmm. nope Mm-mm. can't I, believe you would do mm-mm. our poor black brothers and sisters now you know i don't be coming like in this. demanding to speak to a manager not all the time mm-hmm 
this is uh the white lady by the way looking like a karen <laughs> she looks very sad that she got caught she does um all right let's go to the next one uh texas mayor apologizes for violating a stay-at-home order in order to go to the nail salon mm, you don't say that that's probably why they were pushing for the economy to open back up well, you got to get getting feelings nails did hair did everything did come on she fancy huh beaumont mayor becky ames has apologized over ah! the name has a pot uh, y'all don't care what an interesting name so it is becky that was the old karen karen is the new becky apparently so but it's not murderous and none of that I, I disagree uh becky i Ames, mean i know there are some victims at that after we uh murdered them with our comments but that's a whole nother thing y'all karen's be murdering people um becky mayor becky Ames has apologized that the photo of her going to a closed salon made its rounds on social media oh this that was closed the fucking mayor way to be an example to the community Ames violated her own stay-at-home order the violation that sparked the investigation by district attorney according to nbc news governor mayor governor uh greg abbott issued a stay-at-home order and closed all non-essential businesses including nail salons but on april 2nd she didn't even wait that long april 2nd jesus beaumont mayor ains had already issued a similar order for her city oh okay okay that's when she issued the order okay then cool 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 i'll get it a week earlier than the governor on march 27th but someone caught the mayor in a photo taken at the nail bar in beaumont last tuesday wearing a face mask as she seated at a table with her hands soaking in a bowl the now infamous photo has brought on heavy criticism of mayor ains for disobeying her order in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic mayor ains issued an apology on thursday calling her salon visit a lapse in judgment Mm-mm. i promise there was no malice intended she wrote in a statement i should never have entered the salon last thursday i did not intend to take a personal privilege while asking others to sacrifice and for that i am truly remorseful that's a lie yeah I, how can you not mean how's it even possible for that sentence to be true right like what would have to happen for that sentence to be true i slept walk into a nail salon without my own knowledge like i I was forced at gunpoint into the nail salon you literally you could only have meant to take advantage of a privilege that you told other people could they could not there's there's not even another interpretation of the actions of this woman Mm -mm. anyway karen guess the race of mayor becky oh white karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what she believe what they believe um let's see uh, uh almost got me with the nail salon becky is white white uh just a quick fill in white <laughs> white is selfish may her complexion be her protection white oh. name is a giveaway to freedom white the correct answer is uh wait hold on a true susan according to twitter white used uh used to privilege white less lee press on nails white white french tips the only black mayors are in atlanta and dc she white she got <laughs> she got that called the manager haircut white the correct answer is becky is white
i will get her picture on the screen in a second um but as you can see from the picture guys in addition to being a white becky is also a karen <laughs> she definitely got the haircut i'm not saying she got she got she got that i want to do manager haircut i'm saying it's possible that becky's husband is black i don't know but whatever color her husband is she's definitely speaking to a manager oh yeah yeah Ooh, and she got the two-tone color yeah she's speaking to a manager she got the cut she like also i gotta keep my nails fresh i gotta keep them dead for my husband tyrone at home waiting on me to come back with this manicure the grapefruit them okay i'll tell him what i gotta do keep my man um all right let's go to the bonus round guys um double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is a rare two for two i know right let's see if she can go three for three all right let's see you killing these the way you was killing my hornet's jokes wow this is i'm on a streak you are murdering everything yes, a murder there. streak mm-hmm a murder karen yes that's 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 the worst type of karen a florida uh, man uh, uh, uh. allegedly tried to blame a weapons bust on john wick the legendary assassin played by keanu Reeves in the eponymous movie franchise according to a new report cops confronted gitro gellin gitro gellin uh at his port st lucy home sunday after a woman told police he shoved her to the ground and threatened her with a firearm uh the woman told authorities gellin may have stashed a weapon in a porsche suv according to the report cops searched the vehicle and found a glock 21 pistol a semi-automatic rifle and a bulletproof vest when cops asked gellin uh gellin to explain he explained that the suv wasn't even his anymore he sold it to his cousin john wick he later admitted that the john wick reference was a lie but would not reveal his cousin's name yellen was arrested for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and domestic battery according to the report he's being held in lieu of thirty five hundred dollars bond karen guess of uh jet is either jetro gellen or gitro gellen gellen that name It sounds Asian. That's what I'm gonna go with. Okay. Uh, someone asked how to spell it. G E T R O is Getro. Um, Keanu's cousin Asian. Um, the day of the Geechee is over. Black. Uh, trying to act movies out in real life. White man, Middle Eastern sand nigga. Uh, black says AJ um i'm going hispanic says jane blasian says d ramsey trying to cheat wick white um so uh hispanic white all right karen you good over there i, th- I think i am that name uh, yes i'm stick with it you gonna stick what'd you say asian mm-hmm. well if you said asian you got it wrong 
if he you, was white if you said anything but black you got it wrong because he was black yeah that's equality when we can go around and do shit and blame a white man that's equality he said john wick he must have really wanted to go to jail uh but yeah that's him in the the jail yeah that's him in the picture there um and surprisingly i don't think he knows john wick i feel like if you know john wick you either dead or gonna get dead real quick oh that's a negro Mm -hmm. yep very controversial guest to race yeah with that name yes haven't had anything this controversial happened since adele lost all that weight guys come on and everybody was arguing on the internet about it oh i didn't know that mm-hmm mm-hmm it's a real big argument on if you can say a celebrity losing weight is a good thing or not so well i, I don't care I, all, all i know is honey she done got divorced and that album gonna be flames uh, maybe maybe i was looking at her thinking she's looking a little too happy lately so you know i'm not a big fan of that oh lord it's like that time eminem got off them drugs and i was like the fuck are you doing he ain't been the same since nigga gonna live sober i want to live i'm gonna get off the drugs for my child word nigga what about these albums sorry anyway let's get to uh the last thing guys adele dating a date black men now so what if she just lost all that weight because she didn't want to be a stereotype you know how you niggas do <laughs> you never know if skepta or whatever his name was would have been dating a fat black white woman y'all would have been talking about black men and all them stereotypes let's not act like it's not true i know y'all thought that's what the murder hornets was doing oh they dating them fat bumblebees i know how y'all get down i know <laughs> You think I don't hear? You think I don't got my ears to the street? Yeah, the murderers, Bubba Bees got baby mamas. Mm-hmm. I know what y'all be saying about the black men. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm hip. I'm, I'm, I have black women friends. Okay, I've heard the jokes. Adele has under a lot of pressure. <laughs> She's like, I don't want my men to be getting harassed. Okay. Uh, anyway uh archer of abbey street carlisle admitted possessing an offensive weapon in a public space and possessing cannabis he was jailed for eight months that's right a carlisle sword thug told a stranger i'm the hardest man in this street and that was was just talking about his penis that's before he even got to the sword uh he was jailed for eight months during a skype video hearing before a carlisle crowd court prosecutor kate hammond said the defendant was walking through the grounds of carlisle cathedral at 3 30 p.m on february 17th when he saw a man named jason irvine sitting beneath a stone archway there was an argument archer asked the man what are you looking at it was at this point that the defendant claimed he was the hardest man in the street 
i mean why did you ask him what he was looking at uh mr Irvin responded by swearing at him <laughs> what you looking at you and this making me the hardest man in this street if you know what i'm oh, saying no. <laughs> what if that's how he meant it i was flirting with this man and for some reason he had to take it super to some he had to take it to a violent place okay he was walking down the street looking all scrumptious okay jogging staying in shape you know he said mm, what you looking at and i said uh i don't know but I, right now i'm the hardest man in these streets and the next thing you know this man wanted to fight i it's like you can't even compliment a brother no more um <laughs> he thought i was talking about he said is that a sword in your pocket or are you just happy to see me i said well both really it's a sword um yeah so archer uh went home and then later emerged from his abbey street home with a military style sword a what you, military style was, i guess it was some highlander shit i'm gonna prove who the hardest in these streets using two hands he pointed aggressively at mr irvine he threatened him pointed the sword directly at him said mrs miss hammond after archie put the sword down archer put the sword down a fight broke out now why did he put the sword down not that i'm not thankful but right what was the end of a mark Wahlberg movie like why the fuck would you put the sword down hey how about this you put that sword down and you fight me like a man by the fair one that shit only works in the fucking movie does it like (laughs) that shit never works in real life wow i can't believe that worked oh you the hardest man in the street huh why don't you put that sword down and we'll settle this like some gentlemen okay um this nigga brought a sword to some hands fight and really put the sword down and said okay it's a hands fight my bad i over prepared uh the two men were separated by concerned customers from a nearby cafe passing sentence judge barker told archery created a significant risk the consequences could have been gravely severe whether that be for yourself or for others maybe you guys ass whooped or something i don't know all right y'all that's it uh premium people will see you tomorrow for balls league sports and then friday should be a nerd off um everybody else will see you saturday for a feedback show uh looking forward to sunday my mom will virtually be here um for mother's day we got the social distance the podcast Mm -hmm. but uh that should be cool so all right y'all until then until saturday for feedback leave five star reviews please uh i love you i love you too